0: Welcome to the Inspiring Women of the 719 Podcast, brought to you by the Success Collective. You see these women every day in the grocery store and on the soccer field. They are women just like you and me, and yet they are living inspirational lives through their thoughts, words, and actions. Let's meet the powerhouse next door with today's host, Jessica Daniels. Welcome to Inspiring Women of the 719. We are so thrilled to be here today to learn from an amazing woman here in the 719 area. Today, we have the lovely Danielle Barton. I had the pleasure of meeting Danielle. Oh, what was that, Danielle? Like four or five years ago? Four years ago? It's been About quite a while. Five now. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, Danielle is married to her beautiful wife Lexi and they have taken in three foster children who they're currently in the process of adopting. Um, Danielle is the owner of a cleaning company called Clean Break and she's also just begun branching into public speaking because Danielle has one of those magnetic amazing stories um, which we're going to get to hear in just a minute. Danielle lives in Fountain and she loves to take her kids to the Fountain Creek Nature Center. And if you are out and about in the Colorado Springs Fountain area, you may bump into her at breakfast at Western Omelette. Danielle, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. You make me sound so cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are cool. You're on Inspiring Women of the 719 for crying out loud. (laughs) <laughs> so I just told everybody where you are today, right? But as all of us, right, we have a story of how we got here. So can you tell the listeners today a little bit about your story? How did you get to be where you are today? Oh, my
1: goodness. Oh, how far back do you want me to go? <laughs> the beginning, woman. Yeah. Um, You know, I... I had a real rough start. I had a very typical, um, difficult childhood, kind of grew up very impoverished and and dealing with a lot of the things that come with those types of neighborhoods and and family dynamics. Um, And I, I really just bounced around through the system a lot as a kid and fell into a very similar cycle that a lot of kids do when they grow up in that type of upbringing and started making really poor choices at a young age. Um, and a couple of days after my 18th birthday, I just made some really bad choices following somebody that I thought, I loved, that I, thought I loved. And, you know, we, we decided that in our very young and immature minds that perhaps breaking the law and committing crime was somehow going to be prosperous for us. Um, and exactly what it is, it was not because <laughs> it never is and you should never do it. Um, and if I knew that now, I would never have. However, I didn't then. Um, and I made really, really bad choices. And those bad choices, I think, ultimately saved my life. And, and I'm super grateful for them and humbled by that. Um, but I did pay a pretty heavy price for the choices. I ended up going to prison for 10 years. Um, and, and I really had to take a long look at myself and my life and what I wanted for my life. And I used that time to become as educated as possible and to sort of tap into who I really am outside of how I was raised and and developed a passion for giving back and advocating and building a happier, healthier community and trying to reach out to people to prevent them from making the same mistakes. You know, and so I got out and I I worked just a regular food service job that I hated. (laughs) And I did that long enough to get myself to the next place. Um, I had the amazing, amazing luxury of meeting some phenomenal people who were just just support systems that in in a way that I couldn't define to you today, that would be like a whole nother six series just on the amazing people that (laughs) hit me where I am today. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I well, took that passion ran with it and, and fixed my life. And now I'm here to help fix other people's and, and yeah.
0: So, so did it happen overnight? Was it like you, you go into prison and then you're like, whoa, I've got to change things or was it, did it take some time? Like, were, oh, no, you no. know, was no, that no, a I'm slower kidding. process or no, did it click right away? <laughs> no, it did not
1: click. Oh what my God. That- I fought it every step of the way I am a stubborn person oh, I'm stubborn okay. in the means of perseverance, but also in the means of kind of having to stumble over my own ego and and my own kind of bullheadedness to to get where I need to be um, you've known me for a long well, time don't ever, we
0: all you know don't we all need to I, get I, over I, our I, ego <laughs>
1: Yeah. So no, it took me a really long time. I, I kind of still went in making some of the same decisions and, and just being very aggressive and, and angry and, and, angry and unhappy. Um, and, and it just didn't serve me. It didn't serve me in ways that it didn't work in the community as a child. It wasn't working, you know, in a correctional setting. And I just wasn't happy. And and at some point I had to say like, I am responsible for my happiness. Like my parents may not have done a great job or my educators or, or you know, mentors or social workers or foster care workers. Um, and, and I just had a point where I realized, well, if everyone else didn't do it, why don't I try to, to do it? And I try to be responsible for yeah. my own happiness and, and my own change. Um, And I think for me, that was, that was the moment was when everyone else couldn't do the job, then I needed to do it on my own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe this is a, a tricky question. It's definitely not on my list of questions, but do you think you'd be where you are today if you hadn't had all those challenges and obstacles and then found yourself in a prison cell? Do you what do you think your life would look like?
1: No, I don't even know if I would be alone today. I mean, I was not making great choices or hanging around with savory people. Um, I think back sometimes to, to some of the situations I put myself in and I'm like, what? If my daughter ever did that, I would I would be going crazy in my head. I, could this, I couldn't even fathom one of my girls being in those situations. Um, so no, but I, I definitely don't think that I would have the hindsight or the lessons or the emotional or mental tool belt that I carry with me uh, to to sort of deal with day-to-day things. Like it's amazing how many very simple day-to-day things put you in a mindset where you have to react in a survival mode. And I don't think people understand like, oh, you were, you were literally pushed to fight or flight in, in that situation to decide how you were going to react. And, and I'm so much more equipped because it just feels less threatening or intimidating than maybe what I've experienced.
0: Yeah. You know, in a prison (laughs) cell. Okay. I'm going to switch gears on you just for a little bit for the sake of time. So obviously, and then you have this other side of your incredible story you've taken in these three foster babies they are ages four, three, and one. So they are still tiny, tiny tots, almost one right after the other one year in a row. Boom, boom, boom. Um, And then you run a business and then you're launching a motivational speaking platform. So, I mean, you've got a lot going on. You're super, you're such a dynamic person in general, but that's a lot of demands on one person at a, at a time. So how do you navigate all the demands on you? Um, Aside
1: Um, from wine, I... (laughs) (laughs) We all have our thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've actually found, I've, I've really been trying to dissect this when people ask that question and and i'm the type of person that pushes through and so it's like i don't even stop to think and and reflecting over the last few days it's kind of been like wow there's a lot of self-talk i think um, whether it's fake it till you make it self-talk or processing self-talk um you know it's just a lot of really like okay this is where i am now what does that mean am i going to be in the same place in two years, three years, five years, or do I just need to figure out how to get through this now? And I think once you can separate the longevity of a stressful situation, you're able to take some of the weight off. Like my kids are not going to all three be toddlers with two of them in diapers forever. Like there will be, there will be a break (laughs) in a few years and it feels less daunting. Um, you know, just, just a check and balance of what is priority now? What can do? And, you know, and, and a lot of self-sacrifice, but coming from a really good spot, just remembering that it's for something bigger in the future.
0: Yeah. And you're so right, because when you're in it, and I remember very well being in that toddler stage, I had two boys, they're 21 months apart, they were like climbing things and into everything. And when you're in that stage and you have littles, Oh my goodness. It feels like every day is an eternity, but now, I have a kid going to high school and I can tell you, oh my gosh, it feels like it goes, it went by so fast and it's speeding up, it's um, bad. but you're in the stage where it's every day. You're like,
1: when is wine time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is. And I think it does help though that I have people around me with children at different ages also. And so you're almost like, like talking to you is light at the end of the tunnel for me some days. <laughs>
0: I'm not there yet. The jury's still out on how they've turned out. We've still got a ways to go. After that
1: though, it's not my responsibility. Okay. I do what I
0: can do. Yes. Oh, well, okay. So, so last question, and I could talk to you all day long, but last question, just for the sake of time, and we want to make it so that our listeners can hear one woman's journey and, and words of wisdom on their way from here to there. So, last question for you today is what advice would you give to other women having experienced all these things that you've experienced in your life what advice would you give to other women
1: never ever ever count yourself out never think anything is outside of your reach you don't deserve it um let go of any self-doubt or or any baggage that you have that makes you feel like you don't belong where you want to be. Just let it go. Even if you don't believe it, just let it go. Cause I I feel like I've, I've said it. It's like a mantra now. If you would have told me, you know, five, 10, 15 years ago that I would be where I am today. And I would have the friendships that I have today and the mentors that I have today and the influence and respect. I would have been like, not me, not, not, not a girl from where I come from things that I've done. Like that's not me. Um, and it's, it's not true. It's bullshit. It's totally me. <laughs> it's totally me, and it's any woman love that it. Wants to take that
0: their life. Yeah, I love it. Don't count yourself out. Believe Ever. in yourself.
1: Right, yes. even
0: when it looks bleak, you you have great things to do. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with us. I, you know what? If you have the chance, you should reach out to Danielle. Danielle Barton. She is a rock star. I am telling you, this girl is the one to go to coffee with. Um, thank you Thanks. for being with us listeners. We appreciate you and stay inspired. Colorado Springs. Thanks for listening to inspiring women of the seven one nine. Please like subscribe and follow us on all the socials until next time. Here's to inspiring the 719, one woman at a time.